Hey, what up, boxing fans? This is the Rope and Dope Radio Podcast. I am your host, Chris Carlson. We are live coming to you on a Tuesday night. Um, had a little strange start when it comes to recording, but I think I'm all good. Hope everybody's doing all right. Like I said, um, yeah, I'm just having some weird, weird stuff. I'm doing it on Zoom again, but the record thing's just kind of acting up. Anyway, enough about that. We got a lot to talk about when it comes to, uh, you know, the fight game, right? We will go over a fight that took place overseas, which was a very competitive fight. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, Kinshira, Taraji, and uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez, I think it was. That was a competitive fight, man. That could have went either way. We definitely will get into the round by round. And speaking of, uh, you know, still really competitive fight, Mayor and Jonas. I think Jonas, sorry. I Okay, what the hell is going on again? Sorry about this. I'm not sure. What the hell? Anyway, um, I think we're still recording. Um, you know, I thought it was a competitive fight, but I did think there was a clear winner. So we'll go round by round with that. I'll give my thoughts on that. And then definitely talk about a fight that should give us, you know, a top tier, like, stylistic brawl in a sense, right? With uh, Munguia and Ryder. I think that's a really good style matchup. Um, Munguian, you know, in his last, Munguia in his last fight, man, that was, uh, now he ended up getting, you know, he ended up getting that body blow that, that switched the fight around, but that was a really tough fight. And then Ryder, you know, fought, kind of overachieved against Canelo, I would say. A lot of people thought he'd get stopped fairly, well, not about easy, but somewhat easy, the way folks were going into that fight. So, um, you know, Ryder's a good fighter for Jaime, right? But it's still not really that step up that you really, really want. But like I said, from a, you know, the old saying, the old TV fight, right? Even though it's on an app, right? The zone, um, it still applies. It's a good TV scrap. It should be interesting. We'll go over some of the undercard stuff. Um, and then some news, you know, there's a lot of rumors swirling out there. Ryan Garcia has moved on yet again. He moves on a lot. Um, it's getting pretty silly at this point. Um, Tyson Fury had someone move on out of his training camp. Then the rumors swirl about that. What happened? Did Fury get knocked out? Oh, my God. Uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and then Gervonta Davis is uh, Tank Davis. Sounds like he has an opponent. Um, we'll talk about who I think it is. Maybe hope it is. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely talk it all the way through. If this is your first time listening to the Rope Dope Radio podcast, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash, oops, forward slash Rope Dope Radio. Uh, you don't have to go to Blog Talk. 
in Rope-A-Dope Radio and download the show directly there if you don't want to. You can find this here boxing podcast under Rope-A-Dope Radio on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can download the podcast app, Google Podcasts, Player FM, PodBay, PodTail, PodBean. Really just Google it, Rope-A-Dope Radio. While you're at it, head on over to thegruelingtruth.com, Eastside Boxing, in Phil Boxing. One more thing about Direct TV Stream. It's the leader in sports on Sunday, in every day. Direct TV Sports Central gives you gives fans access to every pro football game so they can stream it all in one convenient place. Get the best in streaming TV, streaming live sports, on-demand shows, and must-have channels you need anytime, anywhere across your favorite devices right now. Talking about for a limited time with the choice package. This is a notch up. For $83.99 a month for the first two months, you can save $50 when you get the choice package for direct TV stream. Check it out. Figure out a package that works for you. All right. So, like I said, for some reason, I must have messed up, like, where the recording part is. I don't know. My screen's just acting up, but I think I'm still good to go. I'm kind of talking it through. Um, so let's start with jo- Johan- Johannes, uh, Jonas and Mare, right? Um, like I said, Natasha, you know, I, I thought she fought a-, a pretty good fight. Uh, Michaela, you know, I did think she won the fight. Um, I thought, you know, Jonas started out really well um, in the first round. Um, you know, she was targeting the body, which she did a, a fair amount during the fight. Um, she landed this really nice late left hook and, and a few counters with the la- left hand and landing the right. So she would, a lot of times she would counter with the right hook and then, you know, kind of swivel, pivot, circle out of the pocket. She did that a fair amount. So I gave her the first round. But then I thought Michaela won probably the next three. Round two, three, and four. She got her jab going, and the jab was a key pretty much the whole fight. A few nice right hands. Some give and take late, no doubt about that. And another thing. Get the fuck out of the way, ref. What are you doing? I cannot stand a little bit of that happened in the fight this afternoon or this morning. But this ref kept walking to the fighters and basically walking himself into the camera shot. And you're kind of limiting at times, you know, or at least messing up the peripheral of the fighters anyway. And then our view. I mean, most importantly, get the fuck out of the way for the fighters. But that ref sucked. Just had to say that. Um, And then, you know, like I said, the jab, it was stiff. And the one-twos, a little bit of body work. Um, Jonas, you know, a couple counters, good body shots. She she, she was landing punches in this time. But the late right hand kind of put the icing on the cake. For Mayor in the third, the fourth round, more right hands early and often. Um, combos midway, a left hook to the head and body, 
And then it was like lead right hands. Um, and, you know, more right hooks counters kind of early in the fourth round. But I think once she, like, wasn't using the jab as much, uh, Michaela, and I think she may have gotten a little greedy with that right hand because she was landing at will in that fourth round. So I did give Natasha the fifth round. Um, the left hand to the head straight this time. Uh, you know, more, just a, a variety of those straight left hands. And she was moving well. Um, you know, maybe like the last minute or so, uh, Michaela did land some combos, but I don't think it was, you know, I don't think she won the the round or anything like that. Now, there were some great exchanges in the sixth round. Um, so it was close, but I, I thought like between more flush right hands and, and probably close stronger, probably in my opinion, you know, I think she just landed the better shots uh, in the six. So I had it four, two through six, right? I, I, I thought, I, you know, I, I thought that was pretty fair. Um, I did give um, Natasha, who, who got off to a really good start in the seventh round, landing flush shots. Um, now, she started holding more and more um, after combinations, you know, the, maybe, I don't know, the, a few rounds before the seventh, maybe two rounds before the seventh. Uh, but there was a late right hand. It was a back and forth round. Great round. I did give it to um, Jonas, though. Um, then, you know, close rounds. Um, maybe you could give Natasha one out of the last three, the eight, nine, ten, if you wanted to. Um, but. You could also give all three to Michaela. Um, I just thought she, you know, the left hook, um, more lead right hands, a lot of back and forth. Like I said, just landing the harder shots. Like midway through that eighth round, you know, Jonas would flurry. She would land, you know, that right hand and all that. But she also would hold a lot of times now once she was on the rope and, Mayor kept trapping her on the ropes. She did that in the ninth round as well. Now, there was a late retaliation, and I mean that in a good way. A big left hand, a counter right, but the early part body work in the last part overall, I, I probably still would get that, give that one to Mayor. And then it was a combination of Natasha holding and then firing off shots. A lot of right hands and left hooks. But once again, Mare was busier, um, heavier shots. Great round, though. Very good. I really enjoyed this fight. I had it six to four for Michaela Mare. Um, now, she was busier um, at 493 to 312, but 30% only, I mean, 30% is still good overall, but 40% is what uh, Jonas you know, landed and, and the body shots that definitely was Natasha power shots went to Mikhail. Um, but Michaela, I should say, um, 96, 95, that's fair. 96, 94, 97, 93. You know, I'm not saying it's for sure. Seven to three. Um, I would have been fine with the draw, but I had it six to four for mayor. 
that was my opinion on it. Um, I did think that I thought she won the fight. And I thought it was one of those close fights on the cards, very close, but she won the fight. That's my opinion. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I do think, and I hope that there's a rematch. Um, because I'm not calling it a full on robbery, but, and that's the thing, actually, you know, you, you see the screams for robbery right away. And, you know, if you had it seven to three, I could see how you'd say, well, I thought Michaela got screwed, you know? Okay. That's fair. Um, I didn't personally have it seven to three, um, but six, four, five, four, one, it was a competitive fight. But like I said, I actually got a little back and forth with somebody because they just kind of added up a couple fights that I thought were much closer than saying a robbery. Um, and to be fair, like one scorecard had at a point at least. Like I said, I would have, I wish it was a draw. Uh, that would probably, you know, maybe that'd be a little bit better way to get a rematch. Um, this is what Mayor said, though. I thought I did enough to win. I would have given her the first round, first round or two. But after that, I felt like I outpunched her, landed the cleaner punch. I think the fight is worth seeing again. I hope Natasha will be the stand up champion that she is and give me another shot. And honestly, I think so too. I think she needs to, because I don't think she won the fight. Like, like I said, personally, it was a close fight. If you had a draw round in there, that makes it closer. But even, you know, I think five, four, one, six, six, four, that's just me. Um, but yeah, I definitely thought mayor won it. Cleanly close, but cleanly. Now on to the fight we had. I, I just watched it not long ago. I was busy this morning, but uh uh Taraji Kinshiro with a Kinshiro, Kinshiro, uh Taraji and then Gonzalez. Gonzalez, I gave the first round two. Um he came out with the jab, multiple left hooks, uh straight lefts, or I mean, straight rights. Um, and, you know, I mean, Taraji landed, you know, some good shots to the body and head, but but I didn't think it was enough. Now, in the second round, um, he came out with that right hand, um, straight right hand, and even a right uppercut to, to, to Harji. And, or Taraji, sorry. Um, I'm a little distracted because this thing keeps messing up. All right. Um, but then with like, let's say about 70 seconds left, he landed a big right hand on like the top of the forehead. And it and it had like Gonzalez like kind of frozen there, kind of legs wider. He fell down and, and then he kind of wrestled with him a little bit. Um, but, you know, he, he did get up. Um, and, and fought okay in that round. Um, but it was a 10-8 round there. Then, this is what was so fun about this fight, Gonzalez, less than, I mean, not what, 20, 30 seconds left. Um, you know, he floors uh, Taraji. And, or I shouldn't say floor. I mean, he, he, he hit him with a flush right hand, 
and he, he bounced onto the ropes. So I thought it was a good knockdown um, in the jabs and the left hook. So that's a 10-8 round, right? Then I thought uh, Taraji won the fourth round. There were several exchanges in that one, though, um, in the first minute or so. But I just think I would nudge it to Taraji on that one. Better shots. Um, fifth round, though. That's the thing is, this thing back and forth. Gonzalez, you know, he came out, um, had a late flurry to kind of wrap it up. Uh, But the jab, the left hook, and then started attacking the body as well. I thought he did a really good job there. Um, And and so, I mean, this is a close fight. Go to the sixth round. You saw uh, Taraji bringing more pressure. With the jab. The jab was fairly consistent. Then it became only the jab later. Um, but a couple of nice right hands. You know, um, Gonzalez, he closed well. He, he definitely had some early success as well. But I I didn't give it to him. I thought the seventh was a close round. It could have went either way. Um, you know, he came on. Um, Gonzalez came on really strong late in that round. He did that a lot in this fight. Um, but the body shots for me from Taraji bothered, bothered him enough that I, that I probably would, you know, I would give him that round, but I mean, it was a close ass round. Um, I did think Taraji won the eighth round early in that, um, round. He was landing jabs, left hooks, lots of them. Um, and then once again, to close the round, you had a rally by Gonzalez. Um, I gave Gonzalez the, the, the ninth though. He, um, he's landed these flush, flush hooks, um, flush right hands, especially late in that round and just overall body work, really putting in that body work. And I gave him also the 10th in the 11th. Um, you know, like I said, definitely tit for tack, back and forth. Um, I, I just thought that once again, the closing stronger sounded like a broken record, but and, and in that round, Taraji looked a little faded down the stretch, and that continued, right? That continued the rest of the fight because, you know, he was jabbing in the 11th and 12th, but not really all effectively. You know, whereas his jabs early and midway, they were landing hard. Not so much. And, and, you know, you could see Gonzalez closing that gap, landing the harder punches. And then in the uh, the 12th round, he was on his bike. He was on his moped. Um, Now, sure, um, you could say, you know, Gonzalez didn't land much, but it was really tough to land in that round something of note because yeah, he jabbed, but it was more like a, uh, like just a little stay away and and he was running, running. So anytime you move that much and you're real, it's not like you move, 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 pot shot. You could see his head snap back or something like that. He was straight running um, in that round. Good, really good fight down the stretch. Like I said, I I thought that Taraji, his just, just kind of faded down the stretch. Um, I could I could see it a draw. The scorecards read two of them 114, 112, 
113-113. You know, usually a judge has to score, a, you know, the 10, right? Like here in the States, you got to score 10, right? So I would give that a 10-10 round if I was a judge. At home scoring, the, the 12th round is either Gonzalez 10-9 or 9-9, right? So if you did 9-9 with the knockdowns, you're looking at like 12-12 or 112-112, you know? But I would have been just fine with the draw. Um, You know, 7-5, 6-5-1. If anyone won this fight for me, I'd probably say Gonzalez. But it was close. It was really close that this is the last three rounds, and I know you add them up, but that'd be four rounds then. And maybe because he was able to land the jab a little bit, Taraji, that you gave him the 12th, okay. But to me, I just I can't score the round form. I at least have to do the 10-10, you know, like if I'm a judge. But I, to me, either 10-9 or just 9-9. Nine, nine. Like, nah, dude, no, nothing happened in that round. But like I said, I'm not saying Gonzalez – Landed a bunch because he didn't, but it was really tough, and it looked like Taraji just had it in the bag the last two rounds and and, and, and kind of faded in the 10th round. So fading the second half of that 10th round and then jabbing and nothing else and then basically just, I mean, I don't usually use the term running because that always, not always, but a lot of times it follows with like, He's afraid and he's scared. He's a chicken. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but it was a very good fight. It kind of ran out of steam. Um, so I can't really, I don't think it'll hold as the best fight or anything like that for that long. In fact, uh, you know, the, the fight in the main event coming up this weekend probably will beat it. But it was a really good fight. And, and you know, you could say either guy won. You know, you could, you could, you could go either way. I just don't, if I had to pick a winner, it wouldn't be Taraji, in my opinion. Um, we will, you know, get to some of this other stuff, some news and whatnot. I'm going to go ahead and bring in John into the fold. Do, 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 do. See if I get this right. Oops. I was just thinking. I did it again. What the hell? Okay. There we go. Still kind of uh, kind of messing around here a little bit. How you doing, John? What's going on? Let me see. Let me get this little. There we go. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Chris. All right. Yeah, you know what? So I went into the Zoom tonight, and usually – Right next to the share screen, the record button's right there, right? It just wasn't there tonight. So I had to go into the more, and it's like, then I could record from there. But it, it just kind of threw me off. It's like, where'd the button go? I must have hit something and changed the look of it or something. Probably, yeah, because actually my look, I'm on there quite a bit. I don't think mine has the record right there, which okay, it is might, under might come more. in handy. So I'm going to keep that in mind, too. Pull okay. up that. So normally it's more on the, you go into the more part and hit record. 
I, I, that I'm not. That I'm not sure. But that's okay. that sounds. That sounds right. So. Right. Yeah, it just threw me off. That's why it kind of took me a while to start the show because I was like, okay, I've done it a couple times now. Because like I said, I always join before I started doing this. I always just joined them. I never recorded them. And I'm looking. I'm like, where the hell did the record button go? I'm looking at my whole bottom of it. Just nothing. But anyway. But we are recording, and I did a sample earlier just to make sure that it was legit. So we're good to go. Um, let's talk about. Did you get a chance to see the fight from this morning at all? Or, I didn't or see. You... No, I did not see the yeah. uh, fight from uh, Japan. I didn't get to yeah. catch that. It's it's a pretty good fight. It's a pretty good fight. I um, it kind of like lost some of the luster down the stretch, but it was it was really competitive, and um. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's just chilling, you know, on ESPN Plus, and there was no nothing wrong with the stream or nothing, so it was really good. Um, let's talk about the the women's fight from uh, from Saturday. What would you think of that one? Did catch that? Uh, it was a was a was a good fight. I did think that Mayer won the fight. In in some sense, the some of the factors that I thought going in did did play out to me down the stretch where I'm thinking, you know, Jonas proved to, proved to be a good fighter, but she's, you know, 39, even though Mayer moving all the way up to welterweight, but Jonas being 39, uh, I thought she really slowed up dramatically. Yeah. And Mayer, you know, I, I was a little bit concerned at her with welterweight, not with the strength or anything, because, like I had said, you know she, she's she's got the she's got the height for the frame to add some more weight. But thought she looked a little bit on the puffy side going into the fight. And even though I thought she finished much stronger, I thought seen a little bit from her in, in her last two fights. Even though she's still fighting good, and I, and I do agree with the argument, she could easily be undefeated uh, with the close fight with Bumgarner, and then even this one, I thought she clearly won. I thought yeah. the other one, you could see the case for Bumgarner. Uh, and I think I did think Bumgarner just just edged that. But yeah. I, but she was fading strong, you know, down the street. Yeah. Fading bat, not strong. The but, opposite. Right. But this, I fight. thought, yeah, this, I thought, you know, she finished stronger than Jonas. But I thought maybe she was a, a, a hair slower than even she'd, she'd been in uh, earlier, been earlier in her career. And I thought maybe that was a little bit from move, moving up in the weight, uh, carrying carrying some more weight. But uh, I thought another thing that I thought played out in the fight that I have said about her, you know, when we've talked before, uh, going back a few years, and I thought I did see this in this fight Saturday, was I've always felt that Michaela Mayer is one of the women that could have benefited from three-minute rounds. And yeah. she punches hard enough that I think with her volume, she would have more KOs. And I, de- I definitely felt like I saw that down the stretch Saturday. I, I really did feel like in, in a few of those late rounds, if that would have been three minutes, she, she might've stopped Jonas. Jonas was really just hanging on. And I, I thought that was one of those differences. That's kind of a shame in terms of, unnecessarily i i think you know i i've been in favor of the the three minute rounds there's there's no basis for this nonsense that suleiman talks about uh to have the women fight short around so i thought mayor 
with three minute rounds, I thought she would have gotten a stoppage in this one, but I thought she, she clearly won the fight anyway. I thought the, the 97, 93 winning it by four rounds, like seven to three, that was reasonable. Only caught, you know, a hair of the UK commentary. And then we had the UK pick up with the ESPN plus, you know, as you saw in the U S but you had, you know, Brad Bradley on there with Asuna. I thought Bradley changed his tune correctly late in the fight, but I thought a bit earlier in the fight, he was he was screaming a few times, and Jonas is coming back with this and, yeah. and that. And I was like, "What? What's jo- What's Jonas coming back with? She, she's not coming right. back with with anything big, you know, couple of couple of shots, but she was getting out punched, and it just got worse as the fight went on. So bad, you know, bad. This is good, really good fight though. I mean, Jonas is a good fighter. I mean, you got to yeah. remember again, as I started out with she you know she's 39 you can't discount these things like i said a lot of just because some fighters are exception you know male or female you, you can't apply that to everybody and i think we're, we're losing sight in a lot of fights that you've, you've got a fighter at an advanced stage that's you know good, obviously going to be at a disadvantage because of the age and and you you see that play out and people just not not considering in their analysis you, you know you can't you can't do that just because some fighters an exception here or there so and I, you know i thought that that was arguably the case with jonas i mean she's 39 and she was showing it down the stretch she was just just hanging on and i don't think mayor and that happened in the bumgarner fight too i i don't think mayor is getting credit for the body work that she's doing in these fights um landed a lot of good body punches in the fight and and the way you saw you know the way two and three judges scored it you're like they 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 couldn't have credited any of those body shots the way they had their scores so uh i thought it was a, a good performance overall by michaela mayer i think she's showing her age a little bit 33 to and and at the upper weight but still a good performance but some stuff to keep in mind that you know if she does come in to be in with somebody younger, you know, you, you, it, you, you might see, I don't think you might, I think you're, you're going to see right. if somebody good, you're going to see even more, more evidence of that. But I think it's a fight. She should have won. And I agreed. It was a, was a good fight, but I thought the final decision was wrong. And since mayor did have a case against Bumgarner as well, I don't think it's a stretch uh, for, for the people that do say after this Saturday's fight that she could easily be undefeated. And, you know, Bumgarner had the positive test again, you know, the right. WBC is a clown show. Oh, but she's I mean, cleared now. Tom. Yeah. She's cleared. Everybody's cleared. Connor Ben. Cleared. Bumgarner's cleared. Povetkin's cleared. You know, Povetkin's yep. cleared. Yeah. They, they might as well not even test anymore. So right. um, they, they never say that. They, and then they have these ridiculous comments when somebody tests positive, like they did with Ben, we, we still, we still believe in him. I mean, what, what are we, what are we talking about? You're yeah, what are you, that's not your, still, still, that's not your thing. You're not supposed to believe in anybody. You're, not supposed, to you're believe supposed to be leaving the sport or something like that. <laughs> you're supposed to be the independent governing body. Never mind you believe in. Well, Canelo. she didn't know it was there, but she didn't know, John. Yeah. She didn't know. So she didn't know she was going to get caught. I think that was what that was. So yeah. So like like her, or, you know, you know, lover, hater, in between, whatever. Mayor, uh, there's legitimate case for her being undefeated with the bum garner, how close the fight was in the positive tests. Right. Uh, and then now with this Jonas decision that I, 
no, no, you know, you, you can't always go by that, but you, you do at least have to throw in as a, as a little piece of evidence. I mean, no, nobody's almost there. Were, there just didn't really seem to be anybody that thought Jonas won the fight uh, outside of, you know, two, two judges. So um, very, 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 very few. So um, good, good fight. I just kind of a general thing with the sport. Um, you know, we're, we're watching it, of course, we're in the, in the hardcore realm, but you're, you're on ES, you're in, I mean, in a way you could argue it's, it's ideal alternative programming. I, a broadcast programmer, programmer could make that argument, but with that part uh, acknowledged, I mean, you're, you're, you, you've got fight on ESPN plus during it, you know, NF, NFL games, um, just we we do address this stuff a lot so you want to address it with all of it i mean what i don't think we're, we're again people especially go with the toxic positivity and this was a good fight good that it was on but there's uh there there's just U- u.s boxing where, where it stands right now let's just even just look at the u.s i mean what what's the what's well, well as you point out in the beater bf for where we're at uh, the beater bf smith got a pretty good rating uh, for where we're at but right most most of the stuff lately i mean you're you know you, you see these zone shows which is much worse in terms of reach than espn yeah. plus which is actually getting bigger i mean who who's who's seeing these things in the us i mean they're just just virtually it's just not on the it's just not on the uh it's just not on the radar screen yeah and to your point about the rounds you know the extended rounds and whether that would have been a stoppage i agree probably just you know, throughout our career, of course, but in this one in particular, because, well, in her last one too, or, or get the one against Baumgartner, I should say, because if she's fading in two minute rounds, you know, there's a good chance that extra minute every round, you know, who knows, but um, also she was holding. Right. And it wasn't getting called whatsoever. And right. really not, they never stopped and said, Hey, you know, stop or nothing like that. And, and so, Another minute for the last, you know, another three, four minutes of that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that could have been, and, and maybe the ref would finally come in there and say something, and then she'd probably get hit harder and cleaner, you know? Right. So, yeah, you're right. I, I totally agree with that. I'll say this, though. The first, like, six rounds of that fight, it's like, why is the referee getting into the camera shot like so many times. It was, it was bad. Just kept going right in front of the shot. And, and not only that, but you're walking yourself right into the action. So, you know, the peripheral, the fighter, I've, I've talked to a couple fighters about this. And the peripheral, it does mess you up because you're like, okay, dude, what are you – why are you getting so close to me? You know, like he kept walking. Like I said, we're secondary watching, you know, oh, you're getting in my shot, right? But it's also the fighters, too. It's distracting. And why are you moving that much? You're literally it's like a it's like a quarterback in the pocket that just moves and you moved right into the blitz or the the pressure. There was no pressure where you were. You could have stepped up. You know, that ref was just I had to write it down my notes. Literally, John, I was like, what are you doing? Um, But, yeah, I I think that um, what do you think about a rematch? I mean, I agree the welterweight's not ideal for Mare. She did look a little slow, but she kept coming, and she didn't wear down or anything like that, but she didn't look as fast. But um, 
you, you think there'll be a rematch? I mean, she definitely deserves one, but you know, is it one of those things where you're like, I mean, it's easy for us to say, be like, well, we know who won, you know, you, you could probably, if there's a bigger fight or just as big as fight, you could move on. Would at that age, would she want to have that fight again? Um, it, it's not going to be any different. It'd probably be worse for her. Um, but you know, if they make it, I think it'd be just, that's for sure. Um, but I could see also them moving on and maybe, you know, Mary just getting a, a different, bigger fight or whatever. But yeah, I, I did think that she won clearly. I mean, it was, I had it six to four, but it was one of those just clean win. I mean, there wasn't, there was no debate about it really. But what would you think if they did a rematch? Is it something that you go, hey, it's warranted because she can get her get back and she can win the fight or whatever? But if there's a different option, you know, that's just good or better. Maybe go for that. What, what do you, where do you stand there? I, I think the, I think the rematch is warranted. And, you know, I think we look at the ages of the fighters, you can always have a surprise this, you know, like a surprise to me, like in that kind of sense would be like when Katie Taylor won that Cameron rematch mm-hmm. and you would think that with the ages and the way right. the person played out that she wouldn't be able to reverse that. She was so, I guess that, you know, that is an example that there are exceptions and you can't discount it. But yeah, I would think that, you know, let's say if Jonas is 40 years old at the, that point and, uh, you know, Mayer's 34, I, you know, I, I would think Mayer, you know, would, would win that rematch and it would be good for her to take. You know, one thing I, I pointed this out with, um, you know, fighters like, like Conlon and, and, you know, there, there's some others. Um, one thing again it's it's part of the problem with the US stuff but i think it's worth pointing out because it's 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 really not that good of a sign to me like you know Michaela Mayer had made some regular espn appearances for top rank in other words yeah. investment in her they're showing her you know surprisingly maybe it's cuz they do see the ratings we're talking about like for example even though there have been some moments that he's just been on espn plus you know, like, like Peter BF is back on regular, you know, always coming back to regular ESPN. And, you know, if it ends up like that, it's okay. But like, I'm saying like, it's not a good sign for us boxing in the future where there's ESPN time put invested into a fighter to get seen on regular ESPN. And then they get big fights down the road. And we're not even talking about, pay-per-view but they're just like relegated to espn plus in the afternoon i mean like we've talked i mean i do like personally getting back to some afternoon fighting instead of this fights coming on at two in the morning and stuff i like that part of it but espn plus only not regular espn uh to add to it and you're on in the afternoon the viewership being so low with with fighters that there's been some investment um, you know, compare that to even just a few years ago, like I like to call it the post 2015, where you had like the mini boom, at least in terms of an attempt when PBC started yeah. it first, then top rank got, you know, onto ESPN and then DAZN was dropping a lot of money. What what I'm getting at is that then the promotions were very protective. They would make some exceptions, but very protective of their stars. Like in other words, if they had, if PBC had had somebody on NBC, CBS, uh, a, a lot 
even then they had some ESPN before top rank. You know, they, they weren't then going to send that fighter, a top fighter in some cross promotional thing right. where the other promotion was going to benefit from all this exposure. And, and Hearn, to his credit, like when he was on the zone where he had guys with no exposure, he was trying to throw money at the other promotion yeah, yeah. guys who had exposure, like even Konatsky, they were trying to get over there. Yep, remember, yep. Again, it'd be controversial because he picked up some losses. I mean, I'm sure PBC was making sure he got paid when they right. did all that, unlike, you know, a lot of the haters would say, but I do think that was legit. Like Heard was trying, you know, he's figured, yeah. Hey, this guy, I, I could put him against one of my guys who I think could beat him. And he he's been seen. Yeah. Know, let me, let me get some signups off this on Fox. Like of course, Fox, you know, PBC had the Fox deal. Right. Right. So, and I, you know, I think that's why Hearn picked up Berlanga. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah, he was, for sure. Yeah. He had really good ratings out the jump. Yeah. Right. So even though it was fading, I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind that's why Hearn signed him, which in that sense, as I said at the time, not a, for him, not a bad signing, yeah. signing on the zone where, where fighters aren't getting the exposure. So uh, saying now you see where we've seen it more with top rank, where it's almost like they're, you know, they, they got some, some of these fighters exposure and they've kind of like, almost like to me, it's like semi giving, giving up on it. You know, like, right. you, know, you know, it's not, it's not going anywhere in terms of a build. We tried that and, you know, they're, they're kind of relegated to ESPN plus to taking a, taking a fight in the U taking a fight in the UK and they're throwing it on ESPN plus at five 30 in the afternoon. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I, I, I say these kinds of things because I don't know where the end game is for boxing in the U S where, where it's going. And when I say in the U S in the foreign markets, there, there's some exceptions for the home country fighter, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like a lot of fans that'll build up these foreign markets. Like they're, they're like boxing is booming there. Yeah. Like it's a not major boom, it's not booming. sport. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's growing, right. growing yeah. sport. It's booming. Yeah. You know, hey, Japan, other words, it's popping off, you know, no yeah. doubt. Japan's doing really good. That That's different, right? It is in a sense that, but, but you got to still have some perspective in other words, because this is where the U.S. market, to its credit, can be a little different. Like, I mean, if in, in a way or, you know, Murata, before he was retired, if they're fighting somebody from somewhere else in Japan, yeah, it's nine million viewership. But right, if, yeah. it's, if it's, you know, an American fighter, you know, against a, a Mexican, it's not booming. You know, it's not booming. In, it's not booming. In, it's not booming in Japan for, for that. For that sure. either, same for the UK, you know, much of the time. Right. Um, in other words, they're, they have that's where they're doing better than the US in the sense that they they've got a star, like you know, Canelo's ratings on Mexican TV. You know, yeah, they've yeah. got a they've got a star that if if that home country fighters on, yeah, it's 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 booming, but it's yeah. not it's not booming for every it's not booming for everything else. So it feels not, like it's doing better in the UK right now as far as just making fights and them taking place there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. Um so you know they they there there may be some advantages, but um I don't think it's like overall booming as a as a sport. So I, I I'm just uh you know I I just say out of concern for the sport, wondering where it's going. We're still waiting for some word on the the PB the PBC Amazon and uh you know, see uh see see what happens. Like you said a lot, Chris. It's not that there's not 
more boxing on than ever. If, you know, that that's one of those positive things you can look at, but right. the, the sport, the sports just, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just more, it's more niche than ever. You know, you can always make an argument that it, that it had some elements to that, but it's, it's more like that than ever. Yeah. And, and yeah, there are plenty of, like, there are fights that were getting on ESPN plus, especially in recent years uh, and in zone, but especially ESPN plus that we wouldn't normally get here. Right. right? That is awesome for the hardcore fan. But yeah, overall, even us hardcores are like, oh, I forgot that it was this weekend. Holy crap. I thought that was a two weeks because I was planning on watching that other fight. And then, you know, so it is, it is kind of funky that way. Um, Anything else from that card that Zach Shelley, he he got a a win, but that was really, that co-feature was pretty damn bad. That Jeffries, I'm looking at it right now, that Jeffries Brown, that was entertaining. McKenna, Aaron uh, McKenna, I know he called out Eubank Jr., but he should just be fighting the guy he was supposed to fight uh, that got knocked off the uh, the card or whatever. But, yeah, that that Jack Cullen, because and, and, I think that was a rematch. Yeah, that was a rematch, but that 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 with that co-feature, that was uh that was kind of a struggle, I gotta admit, especially that second half of that fight. Yeah, I I thought it was a terrible card. It's it's falling into, you know, what we've said a lot. That that card was a perfect example. And these disowned cards, frankly, uh, have been like that lately too. Um, especially they're, they're all doing some and you know, top ranks had a lot of direct too, but some of their getting some of their co-feature types have been better as we've talked about lately, but a lot of these cards have been bad getting saying it going to keep saying it because that's one thing that they do need to do. The sport really can't afford where they're kind of baiting you into watching bad undercard fights. You've got to just, you know, when there's a main event, like, you know, if you want to see mayor Jonas, they got to tell you mayor Jonas is starting at five 30 or, you know, whatever the case may be, six o'clock, and let let the fans know that, because trying to trying to bait them into watching the, the, these undercards that have become so bad, just, just so yeah, bad. Yeah, it could be just a turnoff, you know? Yeah, it's it's all just just showcase. They're, they're, they're not, and this is with all promotions, and, and then if, sometimes if they get pressed once in a while, they're candid in this sense, It's and it's not an excuse for them, but it's what they're telling you their reason is that, well, we, we really can't afford an opponent. That's too much. In other words, what they're telling you is it, it's, it's not like the advent of boxing. Like it was like where you're even in a club show, they were trying, maybe one guy is more the upper com- and up and comer, but they're trying to make a, a good fight that the guy might even lose. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. Or get something just, out of. Yeah. It, now it's just the guy, you know, the fighters just making an appearance on TV against a nothing opponent and and we're supposed to sit you know we're supposed to sit through it just that this is quote and they're calling him the boogeyman yeah you're right the boogeyman boogeyman. and and nobody wants to step in the ring with this guy it's like okay that's but who's he fighting right now you know like put up the money right so it's like they they're right there there's there's just no there's no attempt to spend right to spend money to make a, a good fight even in the main events frank a lot of times it's certainly not on the undercard so they're they're not they're not even like really trying to make any entertainment 
level for the fans. A lot of these cards are just just infomercials below below the main event for sure, and sometimes the main events are too. But definitely, you know, most of the fights below the main event. Yeah, to use like an old term, we got a humdinger of an undercard uh, coming up this week, and I'm looking at it right now on zone. Um, but uh, any other thoughts before we get to uh, John Ryder and uh, Munguia? No, I think we can get to it because it really it's it's pretty slow. It's it's looking pretty slow. I mean, up to. Fury and Usyk, which we just got to, the Saudis have proven they can pull it off. So uh, it, it kind of, to me, slow. Because even, even Mungia Ryder, I mean, it's it's okay. But, the, you know, yeah, if you really want to get down the way. It's going to be entertaining. You, know, you really want to get down the way boxing should be. I mean, Mungia Ryder should be an undercard fight. I mean, really, with, with some yeah. other better fights, it's if if we're really operating the way we should be. I mean, that's not even. Really and that right. would line up with if it's it's higher than a showcase. I'll say that. Yeah, it is, but based off of his opponent list too. Right. right. But you're right. That actually would be a great way to put it on a on something that really is a big fight. Right. And then that you could really hype him off of that because right. we, we believe he's, well, I shouldn't speak for you, but a lot of people think he's going to win and it's going to be fun to get there because most of his fights, you know, he's got to right. really go get it. And, right. and Ryder doesn't really, you know, he go gets it too. He's going to try to push him back. Um, right. But you're right. That actually would be an ideal co-feature really. Because then you're not selling it as a main event, right? But it is a stepping stone uh, or a step up in his. Unfortunately, I mean, how many damn fights does he have? Is, is he forty and yeah, he's forty two and zero. And, and this is a step up, you know, really, uh, based off his opponent list. But how, how do you see this one playing out? Either way, because like I do, I do think the old, you know, it's going to be live streaming, but the old TV fight. I think there is. Uh, I think it will be fun to watch. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with what you said about Mungi. I was thinking about that today. Really, <clears throat> it, and it's not always that it's a complete brawl, as he's tried to do right. more, and he hasn't been overly successful with it. But just the way he fights, and he does have power. Uh, all all his fights really are entertaining. He's he's never really in a boring fight. There's there's usually always some entertainment yeah, drama too. so yeah so that's what's good about this fight with Ryder I think and I I agree with you this is a little more in the showcase because you know I'd be the first to say it for myself uh I would I would categorize myself really as one of the the bigger Mungia yeah believers from, from very very early in his career even before he was on almost everybody else's radar screen I liked him uh, and I'm not totally down on him, but but I'm going to say I've reached I've had to reach a point in in the the last couple of years or so where he he just hasn't developed even like I thought he would. So I'm even at a point where I got to say that I'm I'm not as down on him still as some others, but he he hasn't quite reached the level I thought he would. Now he's coming off. Ended up being most people's 2023 fight of the year, the fight with Derry Vyanchenko. And that was a great fight. Um, Derry Vyanchenko, you know, he's had all those tight losses, very skilled, great amateur career. Uh, you know, you can't discount the guy in that sense. He, he 
he, he's proved he could crank it up one more time. And really, Munguia pulled, to me, really, he pulled it out with that knockdown weight. I mean, you know, yeah, that would have been shot. the way I thought. Round, right? it wasn't yeah, the, the way you're Dang. scoring it, to me, that would have done it. Um, but it, very, very tight. Uh, t- hard luck for Deravai and Shanko again. But, you know, Munguia was in this one, even more than any of his other fights, there really did seem to be times that he was in serious trouble, uh, more at least so than we'd ever seen him before. Uh, so yeah, you know, that, that's not really that good. But the analysis I'm going with this fight, uh, and I think I am going to be sticking myself slightly out on a limb. And I don't want people necessarily to misinterpret it because I think if this would happen, they will misinterpret it, even though I'm going to make the prediction. I, you know, I, I think Munguia is going to stop him. I just think this is at the right time where Canelo, hey, it's Canelo's own fault, but he, he came about as close to a stoppage. He put some hurt Ryan on him. He definitely put some hurt on him. Yeah, yeah without getting a stoppage. Yeah. And Ryan has been stopped before. Not that that would even be necessary, but, you know, the, he's getting at the advanced age. He's not that big for this weight at 168 pounds. Munguia, even though he started lower, he's got that frame. He, he really looks big. I think, I think he he's got that frame. Even though way back he was a welterweight, really really early on, uh, I think he's going to fit into these higher weights pretty well. Even though he's been somewhat flawed and stuff, just because he, he's got that big frame and he's got some power. So, and you know he he's got the age advantage. Uh, Ryder's not like you said. He he does come forward. He he's got a weird way of coming forward and still being pretty conservative the way he fights. But he like you said, Chris, he does come forward. He he doesn't back off. So in that sense, he's going to be there. Like he won't open up. Like I think people think because of his physical stature and the fact that he moves forward. I think they they miscategorize Ryder a little bit like that. Like he he's not a reckless. Brawler. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to trap you and then go off, but that is that is point. That's a good point. He doesn't throw a bunch of combinations. No. Yeah. No, he's not right. He's not point. real real active pressure in that sense where he's throwing a lot or he's got the power. So I'm looking at it like he's gonna be there. Now he won't be opening up as much as you think, but still Mungi is not gonna have to go around looking for him and and I think that'll enable me. Munguia to to crank up the hooks and the uppercuts and he's got that big leverage frame and yeah. I think I I saw stoppage at like plus two forty so it's it's a, it's a significant really underdog pick but I thought about it a lot and I I'm gonna go with the stoppage here but even though I'm going with that with Munguia I don't to me don't categorize it as a breakthrough performance like i'll I'll even go further i'm predicting the stoppage and then i think a lot of people are going to say oh mungi is broken through and this is what we were waiting for some canelo couldn't do right Canelo ready to tear his head off so even though i'm picking the stoppage and obviously it's better for mungi to stop him and not and it'll help his profile i don't think it's going to be that meaningful i just think it's it's the right intersection of the careers. And even frankly, to me, I, I just do have to say it because even though he survived the distance of Canelo, um, relatively speaking, I just I just don't think Ryder's that good. And, and a lot of people are, are saying that. But, you know, he had the Parker thing where the guy quit because of his hand. Now, yeah. that's on Parker, not Ryder. 
But that's right, how he yeah. got by that one. You know, the, he fought Mike Guy that not many people saw, who's just a journeyman. Um, he looked terrible against him. You know, that was recently. Just just looked awful. Yeah, he didn't um, look great against Jacobs. That was a pretty, you know, mediocre fight that he could have lost. Right. Jacobs doesn't throw. That's been the no. flaw as his career has gone on and on. And he didn't enough there. I thought Jacobs should have gotten that decision. So, right. I thought Ryder lost that one. Not that Jacobs looked great, but right. Right, I thought I thought Jacobs won that. I mean, Ryder was okay in that, but I still think Jacobs won it. Uh, the Smith fight, as you know, I've said really at this point a million times, even though Smith fought, fought very poorly, I didn't, I thought the last two rounds, like I've always said, Ryder went for it, but I thought before that he was just kind of there with the stepping right. forward, but not doing that much. And Smith was doing his languishing on the ropes. So I, uh, you know, I just think with Ryder to me being a little bit overrated and now being at an advanced stage and look, the guy's coming off a of Canelo payday. Um, that's, that's a good point. You know, how much you got? I'm going to have to put that in my, my, my prediction article. Yeah. That's a good sure. point. How much is he going to want to take after the Canelo payday? Now he could surprise me or something, but I don't, I don't think that's a recipe for high motivation. So I think, I think it's all going to come together here. Uh, I think Ryder's kind of taking one more payday. Uh, I'm not saying he's not going to fight or something like that. I don't think it's going to be like that, but I think when can land enough on him that he, he's going to be thinking, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's enough. And, uh, and, you know, when is, is a good puncher and I think when will get the stoppage, but I, I don't see it as I think a lot of people then will jump on it that, oh, this is a big advance for Munguia, and he's finally making the progress we hope for and things like that. To me, that this fight's just not going to mean that. I think he'll get the surprise stoppage, but don't read too much into it. And to your point, you know, a nice scrappy took a lot of punishment, kept bringing it against uh, Canelo, right? But um, Canelo threw 459, he threw 457, and he landed 80 punches. So basically one eight. Uh, like ninety nine more punches, he he and he only he didn't even land twenty percent of them. So yeah, he he only man only landed. I mean you know body shots are always weird with Compu Box, but ten body shots too. But yeah, I mean he got handled in the fight. You know, and he like did I get said, busted up. He got yeah. busted too. So. He showed the heart, but it wasn't like uh, you know. I think people were just amazed he wasn't getting stopped. So a lot of times that kicks into like, wow, man, you know, there's got to be something wrong with Canelo then. Because right. if he can't do that, it's like, no, nah, I mean, you know, he wasn't winning the fight at all. Right. You know, he took, he took a lot. Right. He took a lot and he didn't quit, but he wasn't winning. You know, he wasn't winning any. He wasn't winning. It any wasn't any give and take at all. Yeah, It wasn't like yeah. a winning. It wasn't like a real winning attempt to win performance. You know, it's just yeah, like yeah. The, guys, the guys survive in 12 and. And, you know, he showed heart not quitting because he did take a lot of Oh, money. yeah. Took but damage. I, that doesn't mean that that's going to carry over into this one with Munguia, uh, a younger guy just cranking it up with a bigger frame than Canelo. Uh, I, and, and again, coming off a of Canelo payday. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the upset stoppage. I'm seeing plus 240, plus 250 on DraftKings. Of course, can't guarantee you that it's going to happen. But right. I, think, I think that for those numbers, I think that's a good play. Yeah, that's a really good play. I'm going to have to definitely look into that because, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I actually haven't looked at it randomly. 
been a little busy this week, so I, I kind of forgot. Been getting up too early. I'm a, I'm a yeah. night owl. So I, my brain's a little broken right now. But um, um, so yeah, there's not much to talk about as far as the undercard goes. But um, we did. There is, you know, a bunch of PBC fighters are in camp, like they've started. They're in the gym at least. Maybe they're not fully training camp, you know, maybe getting the, the rust off for a week or two before the camp starts. We're seeing it like left and right, videos, pictures, this, that. And Frank Martin posted something. Kind of sounds like he's going to fight Gervonta. And that is the one, you know, nobody wants to see Isak Cruz. Not right now. Get a good victory, come on back. But you need a good, you know, you need something. Fight Roly for Christ's sakes, you know, whatever. But um, that is one of those fights that if you look at the division, and that would, for me, be at least acceptable. You know, I don't think he's going to fight Haney right now. I don't think, you know, he's not going to fight Stevenson right now. Um, realistically, I'd be fine with that opponent. Um, but it, it kind of sounds like that's the fight, whether that's going to be March 26th or not, that's kind of up in the air. They do have that reserved uh, in Vegas. They also have Canelo's uh, fight. They're just trying to get it cleared and reserved right now for May 4th, of course. Um, There was that rumor that went out there on someone like a, maybe you could say no disrespect to the person, but maybe a second tier ESPN guy, not the top, where I trust that source more. They threw you know, Jamal Charlo out there, right? But the way I understand it, and I've got it confirmed from more, and I've seen it confirmed that it's, there's a couple different opponents here. They, they're not locked in on Jamal Charlo. Um, but, so that's good news. You know, we, we know they're going to start here soon. Um, it does kind of remind me of when they started the original PBC, where it started in, there was a little, like the, the back end of 2014 was kind of not a whole lot, right? And then all of a sudden it was hot and heavy, right? Um, so that that kind of that's kind of an interesting fight because Frank Martin does have some fundamentals. I mean, obviously Gervonta, you know, had a little uh, little vacation uh, there for a little while, right? A legal vacation. So that had to do with why he didn't fight as well. I think people kind of forgot that. They're like, oh, he hasn't fought. It's like, well, I mean, the guy did go to jail. So, I mean, you know, that that had something to do with it. Um, but not only that, but, you know, he was there was some sort of battle as far as where can he have his training camp. That sounds like what it is. Um, but we did see him back in camp. Um, but are there any, you know, I'm just trying to bring up a couple items of no, but are, are there any items that you'd like to address or, I mean, like we've talked about the, the right now, um, Jamal has to get a big win if he's going to fight Canelo because it's just coming back to back. Charlos, you know, had Mel put up a good fight and it was like, Oh, my big brother, my big brother's going to get you. We've talked about how that, okay, that would be more sellable, but this right now doesn't feel sellable at all. Unless they're just gonna use it as maybe they put Benavides on the undercard, I don't know, and, and then really sell it to September. What are your thoughts overall? 
if in fact Frank Martin, Frank Martin, excuse me, is the opponent. And then that, that rumor swirling that, that Jamal Charlo might be the opponent. Well, I think I, my sense is what PBC, if, if the deal goes forward with Amazon, we assume it will. Uh, I would think that they're going to want to have, you know, tank go early. So it, it's, it's fit. I felt that for the last couple of months. So yeah. that fits for me. Uh, I, I think Martin, you know, Martin's a decent opponent, yeah. not very creative in terms of selling when you want to get this Amazon deal, even if it's the pay-per-view arm of it off to a good start. I'll go a little contrary. And even though, you know, most hardcore boxing fans are saying they don't want it and things like that. And, you know, you and I have discussed about the saleability of it. I know he's not coming off a great performance, but still. Oh, it I was storyline. I just, right. I, mean, I still sure. think storyline, yeah. the Isak Cruz would sell more than Martin. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. To me, we'll, we'll we'll see. You know, we're not hearing anything about that. Re- we're hearing a lot about that rematch, not lately. But I still think, it, you know, it, it, it'd sell more than Martin. I mean, there's still... Fan, well, it you know, would. Like, it like would. there's more of a fan base that likes Isak Cruz, even though people are saying they don't want that rematch. That were, I I think that they'd still want to watch it, like to see him fight Tank again. And with Martin, Martin's a good fighter. I like him. He's legitimately highly ranked in the lightweight division. It's not a it's not a bad fight, but yeah. it's, it's a fight that's not really going to necessarily intrigue people, and they're going to assume Davis is going to win. Maybe they're they're also going to assume he's going to beat Isak Cruz, but the style, as I've said a lot, and I I do believe this even for the rematch, the height Davis is not tall. That that's that's where Isak Cruz thrives. Yeah, um, when he when he fights, he, he, when he has when he fights somebody that's got even decent height for a lightweight, and he's got to reach for him and punch right. up. He he's just not nearly as effective, but when when he fights, he he's like a different machine. When he fights short, you know, he's only five four. When he but fights, true, Davis is five, his head, five and a half. Put his head right in the chest and just go to right. town. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He doesn't have to reach. That is a good point. He definitely did that a lot. Whether uh, Davis had his hand hurt or not, that is good. That is a good point. And I believe it at le- at least. I've said this. People think I'm nuts, but at least three hundred thousand buys. I I really believe that. Like, yeah, I could for see that. sure. I, I like agree. it clears that. I think know? so. I think so. Because it's a market, and like you said, um, when you hear him on undercards, when you hear the cheer in the crowd, in every event he goes to, people do swarm him, and a lot of Mexican, right. Mexican American fans. Right. And you know, it's funny because some they don't want to see it. But then they always say, oh, Mexicans are the fam, you know, the best fan base. Right. Well, it's like, okay, but, you know, did really, did, did people think Canelo and Chavez Jr. was going to be just this awesome fight? Really? Right. No. But it sure did. Exactly. And that sold a million, it right. sold a lot. So you're right, because the word of mouth in that industry or in that market and also writing kind of an in-between performance or a closer, even though he actually looked good at times, uh, Gervonta, you know, he showed he could fight a little different. He was actually still busy, but the writing the wrong type thing in a sense anyway, you know, we may not want to see it, but as far as competitiveness, but yeah, I agree. 
it could sell. It, it think, definitely can sell. Because so. I think they've got to look to get this deal off to a good start, even the pay-per-view part. And you mentioned about the Jamal, Charlo, and Canelo. And, you know, I don't, I, I kind of believe that rumor is possible, but I, I think you made a good point before and you made it again tonight. And I agree, you know, just Jamal Charlo's not really in the right spot for yeah. the sell, you know, selling that fight at this like moment. Years ago after his brother, just, you know, his twin brother just got basically shut out by him. And, and, you know, then yeah. Jamal had a long layoff just coming back against Benavides, you know, Jose Benavides, not really a quality opponent at this point, particularly quality, right. uh, you know, got the solid win against them, but doesn't seem the time, but, you know, some of this analysis is getting back to, you know, what I was discussing before though, and, and does make some sense. It's, it's what, and, and, you know, fa- hardcore fans, some of them that don't claim they don't care about the broadcast stuff, don't want to look at it. Look, it's, it's what exposure has the guy got, yeah. you know? Yep. And, PBC, and they don't, have, we don't have to put the money up, John. You know? <laughs> right. So PBC they, they got to put the money up. up. So yeah. yeah. And, and they look at it that way. I mean, that's yeah. why, you know, you're always still, and it's rightfully so, you always see, you know, Keith Thurman's name still getting kicked around oh, for big fights oh. because he got that network exposure, literally million song. You know, they, they had Showtime oh, yeah. on CBS, he had one, yeah. one on ESPN against Colazzo. Did all, a good number with Pacquiao. Right. And, oh. and, you know, yeah, he did a good pay-per-view number with Pacquiao, solid. You know, so like, you know, that's what we sometimes we forget. Right. We don't have to put the money up. I mean, I, I do think the the people at PBC behind the scenes look at these things and say, hey, you know, Jamal Charlo has, you know, had a we've lot invested. Of, we've invested. We He's had a lot of Fox appearances. Well, He's had a lot of network appearances. He had his doubleheader pay-per-view with the his brother. We don't know what the numbers were, but it was a solid card. Yeah, it was a good card. Uh, so, you know, I mean – and his brother just did to get the marketing of having fault Canelo, like just that marketing thing. I mean, they are identical yeah. twins. So they, you know, right. They may just look at it and say like, look, we don't care what the, what the haters and the naysayers say. Yeah, we'll this give you a benefit in September. For yeah. now, you're just going to have this. Yeah. You're just right. going to have this. This guy's got more network exposure. Then of course, frankly, along the same lines and, an even lesser credible source rumor, and I know what you're looking at. I, I do it the same way, Chris. Probably an even lower tier than yeah. this week was saying. You know, Crawford's Crawford yeah, really yeah. is yep, in yep, play yep. for this, right. Right. But, and that could be like that though too. Like we might be saying, just you know, from a fan perspective, oh, you know, well, we just had a fight against a guy that was coming up in weight in Jermel, and it didn't work out that good. But again, they might not be caring about that. Will they might sell? be. Looking, Terrence Crawford on ESPN a bunch of times when he was with Top Rank just had a big fight with just did a healthy, healthy, healthy fight gate and uh, you know pay per view and he looked freaking dynamite. He looked right, right. He looked unbeatable. Even though was at a lower weight, you know they they might say this is the one we can sell. You know who spent about four months on a tour after too. He's been on every show. You yeah, know, they might just say, all of a hey, sudden he can talk at interviews. Great. Everybody loves him. Yeah, that's and, true. And arguably the time to do that, if you're going to do it and, and do that reach is when he's undefeated. I I thought yep. he was fighter of the year in 2023. So mm-hmm. he's undefeated coming off being fighter of the year. Even if 
it's too big a jump and he gets blown out, at least going in, you've got yeah. that sell where he's undefeated. He's coming off the best performance of his career. You, you can make a sell that way. So when you look at who possibly could be sold. Pound for pound versus pound for pound. Pound for pound versus pound for pound. Yeah. I don't discount those guys for that reason because, yeah, we agreed. It, it would seem that it's going to be Benavidez. It's going to be the last fight of this deal. Right, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I'm guessing that's kind of the unwritten uh, or, or who knows, maybe behind the scenes, it's even is written or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, under they, the table. Yeah. And who knows? Under, maybe that would get a rematch. You know. Yeah. You know. It's yeah. That's maybe think that would be the last last fight of this deal. So yeah, yeah. Something that they gotta, something that they can sell, and you know, again, just that's true. Just, if they matched him in May, then who the hell is he gonna fight in September? Then right. you know, in a sense. Right. Yeah, he's and, got and one you want to get that rub for Benavidez, you know, at some point anyway. And so, and then it it makes sense for Canelo, like, hey, okay, you take this fight, then we'll give you a really, really challenge, you know. Yeah, and where I would assume these fights are going to come in, unless Vegas is going to abandon their traditional model. Now, you know, they've got pro sports now and stuff. The Super Bowls coming there. Physically, you know, not just betting wise. It was always the biggest betting event there. Yeah. <laughs> Physically coming to Las Vegas, things do change, but still, boxing's not completely out of their model. It was always a big part of their model. So, unless yeah. they're going to completely abandon it, which I don't think they are yet, if they're losing fights that would have been theirs, or some of the fighters involved in those fights to this this new Saudi uh, marketing right. money dump. Uh, they're going to want some of their old site fee fights where people that are going to get people into town, you know, fighters like Canelo, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, know, or Crawford Canelo. uh, They're, you know, Tank. All those fights that we just mentioned sell. Yeah, they really do. That's three fights right there. Uh, They they want gamblers coming in. They want gamblers coming in. They want gamblers coming into town. So uh, staying there. And it does sound like they are moving away from the Spence fight now. It's not official, yes. but it really sounds that way. And honestly, it, it's it's probably just best for everybody involved. I think it's best for everybody involved. And that's the feeling I'm getting, too. It seems like they're slowly moving away from it now, which I think smart for the Spence camp and smart for the Crawford camp. I think that works for better for all parties. It's not healthy for Spence to go into that rematch. Yeah. To me, I didn't see him reversing it. And he's just going to get beat up. Uh, I think. And wonder if it is Tim Zhu that he ultimately he takes a fight at fifty four, and then they build to that. You know, that would be you, you talk about stylistically. That's a pretty damn good matchup. You know what I mean? Right. It's they still could a do good that. fight. You know. Yeah, you could do that, and then you know, and I, I thought it was a smart move by Zhu. You know, he, he. I think he's serious when that kind of money's involved. Yeah, yeah. He's serious. Put you his know, name in the Crawford and Zhu fight, and then the mm-hmm. winner. That fight tries to take on Canelo up and win, yeah. which would be a pretty good sell. But they got PBC's. Be, I'm sure they're working on it behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you've got to figure out these matchups that we're talking about with their top names. You know what's going to be a seller. And, yeah, and they got to put the puzzle together. Kicked yeah. off. Yeah, got to put the puzzle together. But you're right. That first year to give them revenue. And good fights on the hopefully good fights on the on the regular, you know, just subscriber. Um, that is key. So yeah. 
that's kind of interesting. So we'll probably get something we may not like, something we really like, something that's like, oh, that's interesting, you know, kind of a, I mean, it's boxing. That's kind of what we get. So, yeah. Any other items there, John, that no, you'd like say, to? Thinking, I, I don't want to diminish the fights we would get, and especially because there's not going to be enough dates. You would think they could almost go higher. But just thinking of kind of where they left off with the past deal, where they might pick back up, like, you know, maybe, maybe on the regular Amazon, even if it's on the undercard of, of some events they're going to have, which wouldn't be too many on the free, but using guys like, you know, Mil, Mil Nicky, who's been fighting better lately, uh, you know, and has gotten some ratings when they used them uh, on Fox at times. And, you know, they, they did have that, the heavy weight. Um, yeah. 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 Ho- Venetian who's kind of, I think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yep. uh, you know, Goosen was training. Who look pretty promising. They need to build up some some heavyweights. Just thinking thinking of you know some different some different fighters that you know they can with this Amazon deal try to try to use and uh, you know get 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 back to getting some some maybe get some uh, Jesus Ramos get get going again as well. You know? Yeah, get Jesus Ramos coming off the tough loss to Lubin. I mean, got to figure he the, the potential still there still there with him. Yeah. Yeah, getting uh, yeah, getting these guys back back and exposed maybe on the regular, maybe on the regular uh, Amazon. But we'll 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 see. Hopefully, hopefully we'll hear something soon because we are into the you know third week third week of January or so. So right. Um, and, and Tim Zoo Lubin looked like it was going to happen in Australia, but then now it's not going to happen. So that does tell, and they didn't even get an offer yet. It wasn't finalized or anything like that, according to Lubin's side. So, you know, clearly they're going to, you know, I don't know what that means for Tim Zhu. Um, maybe it would mean Crawford, you know. I'd take that fight. That's a good fight. Um, but, yeah. yeah, and maybe they're loosening up and maybe it'll be Spence. I don't know if they go right to that for Spence. Um my guess is they get him a fight and get him a win and then match him maybe with Tim Zoo. But who knows? I mean, it's obviously Spence is probably not going to say no. You know what I mean? Because that's, yeah. that's just him, you know? I, I think Spence has got to be careful, you know, with the health yeah. issues. I, I'm, I'm against a lot of these fights. You know, where it's showcase and going nowhere and those types of things, but there are there are some exceptions where yeah. they could still apply uh, in, in some rare. Let's instances. make sure he's okay. Yeah, that, Let's the see it in the ring first. Would be one of those when a guy yeah. takes a real, real bad beating like that, uh, and and they're for boxing age getting up there. You kind of would like to, yeah, maybe see if there's anything anything left there before they get they get put in tough. It's it's hard to prevent that anyway, but yeah, you don't yeah you don't want to see them again in against somebody ferocious right off the bat before you're seeing uh, if there's anything at all left there. Yeah, yeah, there are some exceptions to the rule um, because uh, it just makes sense. And then you know, then the fight all of a sudden you're like, okay. Wow. Okay. Stylistically, that was different. You know, wasn't good for him. He does look a little healthier at this weight. You know, the ball gets rolling. Next thing you know, he's fighting Tim Zoo, and it's a damn good fight. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Like you said, I mean, uh, they line it up about eight to ten weeks generally uh, before they, you know, put the put the tickets on sale. 
So we are getting right there. So yeah. you do the math. Yeah. So it should, should be coming. I wouldn't doubt if they wait to the conference finals, you know, get them done. There's that two week gap. Yeah. You know, unveil it there. And honestly, as a Vikings fan, John, I just want those two weeks. Right. I don't care what happens in the Super Bowl, but I just want, I didn't want to walk on water for two straight weeks knowing my Vikings are in the Super That's all I ask. Well, with the way with, with the way Detroit and Green Bay are looking the last couple of weeks, you might have to wait a while. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, we were in all those games without Cousins, and one of them without Jefferson. So it's not as far as people are talking about. Of course, we got to bring him back. It's tough to say, but yeah, I just want those two weeks. I, that's all I want, just the two weeks of just like anything is possible. You know what I mean? That, that's all yeah, I no, want. That's, that's what we're waiting for with Lions fans especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, be, beyond the guy that takes the kneecaps out um, and beyond the sign that they had taken, checkmark on the kneecaps with the ACLs, you know, the two ACLs that this guy's put his helmet right on the knee. Beyond that, I, I'm definitely cheering for the Lions. I mean, that that looked like a college football game in there. I mean, they were going apeshit. It was awesome. It was good. Well, I'm really happy for him. I, 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 as much as I hate to admit it, uh, just to, so you know, I, I, I feel feel for uh, what what you're saying about uh, Campbell. I, you know, I, I, I thought this guy, I thought this guy was a clown. Um, oh yeah, most people. I, did. Th- I thought he was a clown. Most people uh, did. I got that one. I got. I, I, I'm having trouble saying that because I do like what the lines are doing now, but I'm like, man, that that was I. You know, he reminds me of some. I got coach. that. I got that one wrong. I got that one wrong. That rah rah stuff seems like it would work a lot better in college. You'd think. Like when I first came, I said, "Man, right. that guy should be a college because he can recruit and all that rah rah stuff." And you know, but yeah, when he first came on, I was like, "I don't know about this guy, man." But yeah, he's but on the other hand. I think it works. I think, I think the way it's played out, though, even more credit. A lot of credit. Even more than he's getting some now, but it, even more should go to golf. I mean, you know, he—you he, can't measure people just like that. But that's kind of what they were doing with him. I mean, he, he got a, the Rams to a Super Bowl, they yeah. lost, and McVeigh just, you know, pulled the rug out from under him. So, sold the and guy they out. were conservative in that game. At yes, times they were too. very conservative, right? Well, and now here he is. One game. I mean, you talk about the ultimate revenge. Yeah, no kidding. He's written off in life. Uh, yep. He'll he'll be if he wins. If he wins uh, someday, he'll he'll have more Super Bowl appearances than staff than Stafford. That's true. Yeah, as a starter. So yep. uh, I don't think you could. I think it's overrated that you you put that down to one guy. Although the quarterback in the NFL is really has become so much more important over the decades. Right, but I agree. The QB wins thing. You know, there's only a couple that can really elevate your team right. to where you're like, all right, Mahomes just did that. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. No, you I, know? Love, I love Mahomes. I mean, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. he's totally the real deal. So, yeah, right, yeah. Mahomes can do that, but not there's not many. You know, even even when it's that important, not that not that many can do it. Um, yeah, but but golf's got at least for those people that put those stats out there, which I'm with you that they, they probably aren't all that meaningful, but. He, he he's he's one win away from from having that. He's going to be yeah. in the second Super Bowl. So two yeah. different teams. 
All right, John. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and I was glad that I could actually do it on a Tuesday finally again. And hopefully, I'm assuming that I'll be, you know, Tuesdays from here on out for quite a while. But I appreciate you coming on, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Chris. Great great being with you. As always, have a good rest of the week. All right, man. Take it easy. Take care. All right. Okay, so um, where else? I mean, you know, Gabriel Fondoro and, and Christina Cruz, that might be a good fight. Fundoro or Fundora just uh is this her first or second fight in a oh wait, no. What am I thinking? Um wait, how long has she been signed to I I'm tripping, I'm thinking of somebody else. But um, you know, stylistically it might be good, but as far as like does her opponent really have a chance, you know? No. I, I, you know, hey, everybody's got a shot, right? But no, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't look at that and be like, oh, yeah, man, that that's a hell of a matchup right there. You know what I mean? It doesn't doesn't really stand out um, all that much. Um, that Darius, uh, what is it, uh, Fulgum or whatever, I think he's an interesting, I think he's pretty interesting. I think uh I think there's something there. Um as far as just this weekend in general, um the uh Omar uh Trinidad and Jose Perez, that's a pretty closely, you know, matched fight there. Um that's it's probably the let me check actually. I think that's one of the closest matchups um yeah it is it is it is actually one of the closest matchups that we'll get um the there is a fight um on espn plus they just added it it's that eric uh bazinian or whatever i don't you know hopefully it's fun to watch or whatever but i, I don't give He's in there with a no-hoper in my in my mind. As far as winning is, you know, I don't mean to disrespect this dude. I just don't think he's going to win. Um, but if you look at uh, Christina Arnetta and Arvin Magramo, that's a pretty close fight. I'm looking at it on FanDuel, DraftKings right now. That's a close fight. Um, you know, there's maybe one of these fights will pop off. There's another fight. I believe on that card that's closely matched too. Where am I missing listing? But um but obviously the writer oh yeah, and just to kind of give my thoughts on that card, uh or on the on the main event, you know, I mean Clash of Styles, it does have that potential to be like an excellent fight that way. Um you know, does Ryder have the strength to overcome, you know, the damage that he took and the damage that he's going to take? Because he will take damage in this fight, obviously. Does he have enough in the tank? You know, he's definitely got to close the gap. He's got to smother him. He's got to make it an ugly fight. He's got to force him back, you know, on the ropes. And, you know, Munguia, he's going to be aggressive, right? But it's funny because... 
he shouldn't be overly like irresponsible. Kind of like John was saying, just with Ryder, he, you know, that's the one thing about him. He does kind of just got to get in a brawl and mess the dude up, you know. But I do look, I look for him to to push him on the ropes at some point. Um, Ryder's not all that great of a body puncher. Obviously, Canelo with that counter ability and counter, you know, in the speed and whatnot. He could definitely counter well. So that's probably why I didn't go to the body. Both of them should go to the body. I'm assuming Mungia will definitely go to the body. And, and the work he'll put in, you know, up top, down low, pause. I, I think he's going to win. And honestly, I am looking at that plus number. My 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 pick, my prediction will, you know, it is a it is by decision. Um, I think I could see like, the second half, him just really taking over, um, but but yeah, the TKO could come. The TKO could come. I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely outrule that at all. In fact, I'm going to go line up something with the plus number, um, and then that payday. You know, I agree with John there. That is kind of an interesting payday, or you know, he got a big payday. With Canelo, where where is he at? Is he just picking up another check, show some heart, and get beat? We'll see. Um, sometimes when he has been, you know, overlooked, then he'll put up a good performance like he did against Kelly Smith or whatever, and you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I do have uh, Munguia winning the fight, possible TKO, but I think he, I think it'll go the distance. Um, so <laughs> Ryan Garcia. This this guy, you know what I mean? That that keep. I hate to sound like a broken record, but that's why you don't do this dumb shit in the media, dude. Like, do your thing when you got to fight. Do whatever the hell you want in the media, dude. At least it's signed, right? Um, but here he is at the end of the day. Rollies and Pitbull, do what you want. I don't need any of you at all. None of you want the fight and make a big per. Oh, and make the biggest purse of your life. Not my problem. Go ahead. And Fight between yourselves. <laughs> Just kind of a funny way to pick that, but or put that. But you know, I would take that fight. And, and is that coming next, Roly Cruz, or is it gonna is it gonna be Roly Barroso Part Two? Um, I think Roly Cruz makes a lot of sense and give Barroso um the step aside, and then the winner would just face him. Um especially if they made that fight here kind of soon, right? Uh, like in, at least sometime in the second quarter. Um, and then, you know, whoever won that fight, then they're around, you know, let's say, let's say Cruz does pull up the upset. He fights Barroso. Everybody, you know, will be happy that Barroso gets his shot or whatever. And, you know, he does have power, obviously. And so if he beats Roley and then beats Barroso, you know, maybe that would, you know, I don't know. And, you know, I can't outrule you. I can't out, like, completely outrule that Cruz is not going to get in the fight. Um, did, I think he, I, I want to say, maybe people were saying he doesn't want the fight. Um, But I feel like, don't quote me on this, but didn't Gervonta, like, like, on social media say he, do, he doesn't want the fight? Like, just in general? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Um, but anyway, Opa, T- oh, what is it? Opa, Opa, T- I, n- I never can say this fucking guy's name right. Opa Tia, Opa Tia, Opa Tia, Opa Tia, yeah, yeah. No, um, he left the Fury camp saying that there's not enough orthodox, you know, sparring. Of course, rumors will swirl, swirl even more that, oh, he knocked Fury down. Uh, I guess they only sparred five rounds. I was kind of hoping that, you know, maybe he just, he doesn't want to just be a sparring partner. He's got his own fight to worry about. But um, I, I'm not going to go too deep into that because I have no clue, right? I have no clue. Um, but yeah, I, you know, the Frank Martin fight, I, I signed me up for that. That, that'll that work. That works for me just fine. Um, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that fight at all. I wouldn't have a problem with that fight at all. Um, so I think it's a good fight. You know, he's, he is kind of limited, but he's got a, he's got a, he's got a good jab. He's got some good fundamentals. And like I said, you know, it'll be almost a year. Um, Tank fought twice, what, January, April. And then, you know, he had to go on a little vacay. So, you know, I, I think that, uh, I think that'd be a great fight for him. Uh, considering. You know, I'm talking about like a realistic opponent. That would work for me. I wouldn't complain, but I, I'll never completely think 100% that that's the fight. Um, and, you know, let's say he fought Frank, beat him, and then stepped up in a big fight. Maybe the Isak Cruz fight would be something they could bounce back to and still make some money. I don't know. Oh, yeah, someone sent me this earlier. Chris... Uh, Cyborg, she she won. Uh, what was it? Her second second pro fight, I believe. Real quick knockout, nothing to really write home about. Um, you know, we talked about last. Oh, this is what this is what Frank Martin posted. I'm taking it to the ceiling. I'm taking it to the ceiling on the next one. Whatever that exactly means, I don't know. Um. But yeah, the I think the Bernardo is it Pilata? That's the one who was reporting about Jamal Charlo. But from the sounds of it, I mean, you could maybe put Munguia in there. He fights now, fights in May. That would that would definitely sell. That would definitely sell. And I think that it's a big enough fight where they would probably, you know, they would probably send them over there right now someone sent me this too and i it's so they're saying tank is gonna fight venezuela jose el rio i don't i don't i don't think he's gonna fight him no if stylistically you could say oh that'll be a good fight but you know um someone made fun (laughs) on boxing twitter someone said all right dude we got jamal charlo then we got jose benavidez in september um, there was this quote. Yeah, here it is. Shakur Stevenson, De Los Santos is a really good fighter. I'm willing to give him a rematch down the line. Please don't do that. <laughs> Pretty please, just don't do that. I'd appreciate it if you didn't do that. Um, we talked about you know the Catarell and Hitchens uh, fight falling through, which you know it definitely did. No surprise there. Um, 
And by the way, that fight I was talking about on uh, on on Thursday that is um, on ESPN Plus. Um, Opatia, okay, this was recently returned from Saudi Arabia, where he sparred and trade with Tyson Fury. Um, they were fantastic, competitive rounds, incredible experience. However, any talk of either boxer getting dropped is not true. He's back in Australia finalizing it. That's I don't think there's anything there. But yeah, it, like I said, um, I'll talk a little bit about the, the Erickson Lubin and Tim Zhu a little bit further. Jake Donovan, you know, did um, write an article about that. Um, but, you know, like I said, he was talking about Maybe just it wasn't lining up for me. And it's just not enough orthodox sparring, not enough sparring, whatever. Someone sent me this and they bid on this. A lot of people bid on this WBA uh, post about Cruz and Romero, uh, you know, the first bid. But they were talking about Erica Cruz and Romero and Nazaria, Nazaria or whatever her name is. Um, you know, so I don't. That's nah. Um, yeah, I, I really thought that that it's just a non-performance. Landing sixty-six punches through twelve rounds was uh, calling. That was that was a slow ass fight. I just saw the copy box. Um, and it's funny because speaking of Ryan Garcia, I'm seeing this post too, kind of going through my messages, and you know. Because Pitbull was like, you know, let's fight, yada, yada, yada. And, and he's like, sign the contract, sign the contract. And I, like I said, when you do this stuff publicly, you just end up looking stupid. And, you know, the hardcores tell the, like I mentioned, the hardcores tell their friends who are the casuals. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> let's see, Roly. Oh, okay, Roly. Fuck Princess Wright Garcia, F Oscar De La Hoya Fishnets, and F to Zone, the shittiest streaming network, blah, blah, blah. Uh, more importantly, wasting the entire boxing world. It's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. Um, trying to get, trying to go behind my back offering Pitbull an offer, then claimed I'm priced out. But he said, hey, it's Rolly and Pitbull on Amazon, the largest. Okay, so like I said, I would be fine with that fight. You know, because I'd assume Barroso would, uh, you know, I'm assuming he would, he would get step aside money on that. But anyway, with the with the Catterall thing, right? It's IFL TV. Josh Taylor and Jack Catterall rematch is agreed to take place next, according to Catterall. He has confirmed that both him and Taylor have accepted the offers, and they're awaiting a date in a venue. That was uh, a while ago. And it's funny because Jack doesn't sell any tickets. There was 50 people where he came on. Like, he just was talking shit about him. So maybe they are, like, you know, warming that up or whatever. I don't know. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. It doesn't do a ton for me. But I'm not going to, you know. It does make sense, you know, it makes some sense. 
Um, speaking of the other part of that, though, Richardson Hitchens uh, is taking on Gustavo Lemon. Um, Jordan Gill and Zephla Barrett are on the undercard. That's April 3rd. Or no. Oh, wait, my bad. I'm, I'm reading it. I'm reading it wrong. That's April 6th. The Gill and Barrett is April 13th. Okay, I totally read that wrong. Um, so it looks like they're going to fight April 6th. Um, you know, I, I heard Diego, yeah, it sounds right here that Diego Pacheco is, is going to fight on that undercard. And he's fighting a guy that fought on one of those overtime cards recently. Money Powell, I think it was uh, it was in the summer. Can't remember the exact uh, whether it was. I want to say like July or August. Uh, you know he, he beat him uh, really cleanly. He doesn't have a bunch of good wins, but that's probably the one that you know you could say he won. You know because you know Money Powell, um, but. I don't know. The the guy he's facing, Sean McClum, I think it's McClellan. Um, McCallman. McCallman. He's undefeated. Like I said, that's his best win. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, so that other fight, though, Gill and Barrett, that's going to be at the uh, Manchester Arena. AO Arena. Um, so, yeah. Whatever. I mean... Gustavo has a good record, doesn't have a lot of great wins or anything. Uh, Richardson Hitchens, you know, he's been trying to get a big fight. Is this the second or third fight over at the zone? We'll see. And then Kermel Moten said no exact date yet, should be soon within the next two months. And he said that um, yesterday on Twitter. So we'll, you know, they put him on the undercard. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, I did want to, I forgot to talk about, you know, where do they go with, where does Lubin go? Right? Where does Lubin go? Maybe it is a rematch. Maybe it's not. Um, not totally sure on that one. Um, but where the hell did the Did it get taken down? What, what am I missing on boxing scene? But there was some back and forth that Tim Zhu is now uh, that fights off. Uh, although, because that was just rumored that it was on him and Lubin, but it was never. Oh, Dalton Smith, Jose Zapata, but Sandy Ryan and Terry Harper in Shetfield. Uh, March 23rd. For Dalton, that's not a bad fight. Uh, Zapata just got beat by Hitchens, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, where the hell did that damn... Maybe it's a little deeper here. Pause, and I just... Oh, here we go, yeah. So they say plans collapse. Uh, that's what Jake Donovan... Sides differ on reason for falling out. Um, plans collapsed for them to take place. It was targeted in March. At least that's what it sounds like. Both sides have varying takes. Um, you know, 
why it didn't. They ran, there was a story that ran, um, in Australia that said that Lubin withdrew from talks. Um, and Tim Zoo's team confirmed boxing scene, uh, that the American contender was out Lubin. Uh, but that doesn't sit well because, you know, Lubin said, wait, what? You know, with the cap emoji and said, this is news to me. I was waiting on the date. Um, and then, you know, his trainer said, we didn't even get a, a, the full offer yet. The truth is we haven't been contacted by anyone uh, regarding Hammer's next fight. Um, there hasn't been any, like, discussions of a date or opponent. Um, whatever. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is going to be Crawford, you know. Currently number one ranked WBO is Josh Kelly. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where uh where Crawford goes, you know, where Tim Zoo goes. Uh oh. He said he was waiting for a date. Oh, this is what it, how did he turn it down with some something wasn't formally offered, like they didn't have the contract. Um for Talk Sport, Joe Gallagher on that Natasha Michaela um, split decision. Uh, when you're a challenger in someone else's backyard, you gotta rip the title away, and she did. I think the it, I think the controversy is ninety seven ninety three card for for Mayor. I don't know what the judge was watching. Even Sky Sports commentary they backtracking now. Dave Codwell, why is he commentating? Where's Carl Frotch, Macklin, guys that know they're boxing. I mean, rip it from, like, I, I don't know, man. It's hard to rip it when she was holding down the stretch, too. Uh, this is Boxing Twitter to close the show. Per usual, most people were picking Mare to win. Most people were betting on Mare. Most people are crying, are now crying robbery like clockwork. Uh, she said it was, it was a clear, close fight. He said it was a clear, close fight, and I bet on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I did too. I had the plus two thirty five by decision. I thought I made the bet, the right bet, like you know, as far as the rounds go. But whatever, you know, whatever. This is kind of interesting. So Leonard Ellerby was just on Twitter. It wasn't a, a beef with anybody or going back and forth or firing back at him and Eddie or something. Um, but he was talking about, you know, rest in peace, R.I.P. Diego Corrales. Uh, this fight, uh, this fight, the winner got an HBO contract. It was a tremendous buildup for all the marbles. Uh, the fight almost didn't happen. His team and our team almost rumbled in the valet after the weigh-in. He's all laughing. But someone said, uh, crazy, I hope you guys recorded a lot of things so we, we, we don't have the access. So hopefully a documentary in the future. And I've always said that. You know, the Mayweather documentary is going to be dope, dude. It is going to be crazy. And he said, LRB said, we have all the footage working on the doc as we uh, speak. It's going to be sick. It'll be TBE, lots of good and bad. All the early stuff, all the behind the scenes stuff. Floyd is a genius. He documented his entire life from rags to riches. I wonder if that's going to be on Amazon. Um, But yeah, that, that'd be great. This is Al Dawson, really solid reporter. I mentioned this earlier a little bit. Um, TGB Promotions has requested a commission 
uh, hold for a pay-per-view event at either the MGM Grand Arena or the T-Mobile for May 4th uh, per upcoming um, per upcoming minutes for an for a Nevada State Commission meeting. Okay, so that was right around the corner he meant. Um, Ray Jackson, just like he's a lot of people, you know, he makes a lot of people laugh. A lot of people don't like him. They take him serious. When we, the definition of a troll used to be a funny thing. Like, that dude's trolling hard. That shit's hilarious. And that's what Ray Jackson's. I don't take him serious, but he's funny. I don't go off of his pay-per-view numbers. I don't go off of his news. It's funny. He's there to entertain. I don't take him serious. But anyway, you can tell the PBC and Amazon Prime is about to release their boxing schedule. Majority of all their fighters are back at the gym. Um, and then someone told me this about, cause I said, you know, Tia Fimo went off on Crawford and now he, now he's about to email Warren Buffin to make a fight with Terrence Crawford and tell everybody Bud ducked him. That was lefty. Yeah, exactly. Um, on his tweet, but you know, someone said, all oh, the tickets are selling because Tia Fimo says it online. Someone said, uh, you know how the ticket sales going? He said, amazing. Almost sell, sold out on a Thursday night with capacity of 12,000 people. Well, maybe it'll sell out with what they got it, like, you know, aligned for. But the it does capacity at the Mandalay. I think it's the Michelob Ultra Arena at the Mandalay Bay Event Center. is 12,000. It's not scaled for 12000 He is bullshitting you. It's just not true. No biggie, right? No big deal. But he ain't selling that bitch out. Now, he may sell those tickets that they got there. I don't know exactly if it's they got it for 6000 5500 more than that. Maybe more than that. Maybe it's 6000 6500 I could see it's 6500 uh, as far as scale. But it's not... All you got to do is go in the tickets, and you can see how they scale. It's not the – I'm not ripping them. It is a Thursday night in Vegas. He hasn't had a bunch of fights in Vegas, so I didn't expect him to sell it out, but that's some bullshit. Um, it sounds like Zepata – someone from his team said that Garcia was offered Zepata when Golden Boy signed him. But he turned it down. Yeah, I mean, when when was this? Uh, Tay Jones says, I think people will be surprised with Tank's next opponent. Keith Thurman? <laughs> then Devin after that. If I'm a betting man like I am, I'm putting my money down. Until then, I'm going to watch how it plays out. Thurman is kind of that wild card, right? This is Fred. UK is such a hot because he's talking about the uh, – Remember all those quotes, I, 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 those two quotes from Matchroom and Queensberry, obviously Eddie and Frank, how they're saying this is going to be epic and this is memorable and this everyone's been waiting for this. We don't even know the fights yet. I think it's a great theme, but I'm not a big fan of them having like a big, like hyping it up yet between them two. Make the fights and then do the hype up between you two. But um. 
Um, UK is such a hotbed of boxing support that the only way the two biggest UK promoters could make a cross-promotional card is to do it in Saudi Arabia. A lot of narratives just dying without comment these days. Yeah, I mean, shouts out to the UK. And most of the people that I've come across or messaged or talked to, cool motherfucker, in person, online, whatever. But there were a lot of people just spewing what Eddie was saying. All the money's here. All the money's there. You know, it does get a little eh, eh, you know. Um, let's see. Oh, here's something. So someone said it's really sad that boxing can't hit a million when ESPN comes with the, every basic, you know, with the basic uh, cable or satellite. Um, you boxing hat fans have to do better and stop the division. And he blamed it on the YouTube boxing community. And then war, war a week radio said, you're right. When you're in, when you inform me, it was due in large part, a product of the very fractured YouTube community, which it, it is fractured, but um, this is what it, you get when the inmates run the asylum, utter chaos. Clearly, they've hindered more than it's helped our beloved boxing. There is, there's reasons for the division originally, but to blame, it's nonsense to blame that on a rating. Completely nonsense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Because... If you look at the ratings pre-COVID and after COVID, there just hasn't, they're right. It hasn't hit a million, but it's not because, so there was crazy divide before COVID, uh, not just online, obviously, but I'm saying on, on YouTube, that shit existed then. You could make it, you could make an argument. It's about less, but like, to say that's why they didn't get a rate uh, over a million, that's why they don't do over a million, because of YouTube. Well, then, was it Kumbaya when they were doing a million? Nah, dude. Nah. Silly. Um, top rank could be playing chess with Matchroom after playing checkers. Oh, with and they'd be playing checkers, Matchroom. They could offer Haney a two-fight deal to fight his mandatory in Martin before Ramadan. And then the Lopez unification in the summer. Yeah, it's true. Okay, this is what... This dude... I'm not even going to say his name. But he said Cordinia... Cacasa, uh, or whatever the hell his name is. Cacase. Cacase was a good fight. Unfortunately, the IBO is not on the line per boxing record. So now... I will not be watching it. So because the IBO wouldn't be on the line. And then he follows it up. Lucky the IBO now seems to be on board. And I will be watching this unification. First of all, the IBO doesn't mean it's a unification. But second of all, if you got if that's what you gotta do, I mean, for real, dude. So an IBO, so the IBO is not on the line, man. I'm not watching this fight, bro. You gotta have the IBO. It's silly, dude. 
This is Boxing Twitter for you. One more from Fred, then I think I'll get out of here. Hey, everyone. Boxing is just like the major leagues. NFL gets billions in TV licensing, license, licensing, and they allow a playoff game to be paid for you. Yeah, a lot of people uh, going pretty crazy on that one. All right, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get the F out of here. Enjoy the fight. Let's hope, you know, Munguia and Ryder just pop way off. And I'll be back next Tuesday. Peace.